What's going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with J-Way over Zoom video. J-Way is born and raised and currently living in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and he talks about how he got into music. His dad was a DJ or is a DJ, club DJ, so he was always obviously surrounded by music. He didn't start writing his own music until he was in high school. A friend of him taught him how to rap. From there, he would do different rap battles. He started recording himself, eventually writing full songs and putting out music. His sound comes from multiple genres. Has like a pop punk vibe at times, uh, definitely a hip hop vibe. He talked about some early successes that he had, putting out the music video for Happen Dappin, how he eventually got signed to his current label which all ties back to the video for Happen Dappen. He talks to us about the release of his EP, No, I'm Not Okay, and all about his brand new song, Shouty Goodnight, and the new record coming out as well. You can watch the interview with J-Way on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with J-Way. So this podcast is about you, your journey in music, and we'll talk about uh, the new song that you just put out as well, Shawty Goodnight. And I love your sound, man. I really do. Man, thank you, man. Thank you, man. means a lot. It means a yeah, lot. It's rad. I love it because it kind of has like the, I mean, the guitar driven kind of like punk rock sound, but the, you know, hip hop influences are there. And yeah, I, I just dig it a lot. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. You know, I like to see myself as a genre bender mm-hmm. and a, a, a good curator. I like to, you know, just, you know, mix all of my influences into one gumbo. Yeah, man. So I love it. So you're yeah. from Amsterdam? Yes, sir. Born and raised out here, man. What's it like growing up in Amsterdam? Man, Amsterdam is cool, man. Super diverse. Born in the city, man. Uh, you know, growing up, it's just a lot of, you know, different backgrounds. Um, you know, you have people from like Dutch descent. You got African people. You got, you know, people all over the world. Like, you know, so it's uh, you when you grow up, you have different different flavors and you know different references when you when you when you grow up having friends and like or classmates you go to their crib you learn about their original heritage so it's it's dope man mm-hmm. wow that's 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 amazing i would imagine like there's probably a lot of dumb americans going there like trying to party <laughs> like is that something man. you see quite a bit <laughs> i'm telling you man it's uh it's, it's different um you know, they call it the Sodom and Gomorrah out here, man. So it's definitely a party city for a lot of foreign people. But uh, mm. yo. yeah, are you pretty close? To, like, I've never been. Are you close to that, like, atmosphere or like that downtownish area of Amsterdam? Uh, yeah, um, I'm actually 20 minutes away uh, by car. Oh, uh, that's not, not bad, bad at all. Car. So, yeah, not not bad at all. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And how did you get into music? I get into music. Uh, my dad is actually a DJ. So that was, oh, I think, my first cool. introduction to music. I, I guess he put a headphone on my head when I was a baby. So, yeah, that's um, that was like my a first introduction. Definitely. Club club DJ or radio DJ? Yeah, yeah. Club DJ. 
Yep. Oh, Make wow. Does he still do it? Yeah, he's still he's still out, out there doing gigs, you know. So, yep, that was that was the first uh, person to really put me on to music for real, different mm-hmm. type of genres. That's cool. Is he spinning like just some of the clubs in downtown? Like not like not like the cool clubs right now, you know, but back then he was. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's crazy. That's I bet he's got some good stories. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine. Yeah, he's he's definitely um, you know, kind of uh it's funny to him that his son came to like, you know, just you know, ended up being an artist himself. So yeah. Yeah, he's probably stoked living kind of vicariously through what you've got going on. Definitely. Yeah, he he's one of my biggest fans, so yep. It's amazing. So you he he put headphones on you at early age. When did you uh, like kind of like, was there a moment that you can remember that you're like, OK, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a musician. Yeah, it was uh, when I was in high school, okay. in high school. Mom, may I interview? Oh, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. I didn't know. Yeah, um, I was. um. Let me think. Uh, in high school, this classmate introduced me to rapping. He was mm-hmm. like, yo, my name is such and such. Um, and I was like, yo, my name is. And then he was like, yo, so what's your what's your artist name, your rap name? I told mm-hmm. him, like, yo, I don't know how to rap. He's like, come on, man. Everybody know how to rap. And then he taught me how to rap on the spot, freestyle. Oh, and wow. I, always loved, I always loved rap music. I always loved hip hop. But it was when he like really put me on to like actually freestyle is when I grew a fatuation for like actually making music myself. So from there on, freestyling, battle rapping to actually oh, really? demos. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how it started. Wow. Have you always been into multiple genres of music? I mean, you can definitely hear those for sure. influences. For sure. So, you know, um, Obviously, like my my background, like my dad putting me on some music. But then when you actually start going to school um, and when you uh, so, so me growing up, I always loved pop music. That was really heavy onto like, you know, just big pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. My dad used to like, you know, show me tapes of Michael Jackson. And I was like, whoa, dude, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then from there on, the the big boy bands. Um, you know, rock artists that started emerging around the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely like, you know, just Linkin Park, a lot of Linkin Park. Uh, who else, man? Um, Avril Lavigne? Avril Lavigne, for sure. <laughs> just going off your your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even, even a Limb Biscuit, man. Like, you know, it's oh, there you so go. stuff that I grew up listening to. Um, and MTV, man, like, you know, just really, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, kids weren't allowed to watch mtv and that type of thing but i was glued to it man so i was like yo there go my favorite song again and i would like be so invested into some of the artists too mm-hmm. so yeah yep. it's just yeah that's that's how i kind of like you know and in school you you start talking about what you saw on mtv you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. yep. was there any like artists from around your area that or bands from from amsterdam that you were like way into that maybe didn't break here in the United States or didn't really make it outside of maybe uh, Europe or anything. Yeah. It was this one band uh, called direct where I felt like, man, um, I don't know if they really transcended in like, you know, overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they, um, but they were really big in the country. 
it were really big in the country. And uh, we obviously, like in school, we used to always be, you know, fan of of the band. And mm-hmm. uh, to us, that was that was the world to us. You know what I mean? We sure. were the we were the world to to to, to those artists. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. So, um, man, are there other artists? It's some pop singers uh, from the Netherlands that I thought was really dope too. This girl, C- uh, her name is Sita. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she makes music anymore. Um, but yes, it's, it's a lot of artists from the Netherlands uh, that were really popping back then, and a That's lot of rappers too. Yeah. Were you big? Like, was the the church big in your life as far as like the music that you were influenced in, or no? Uh, church music. Yeah, uh, I didn't really grow up on like, on, like gospel music or anything like that. Uh, maybe like Ghanaian, because my parents are originally from Ghana, so like, okay. yeah, definitely uh, like Ghanaian gospel music I grew up with. Like, yeah, but okay. that you know aside of that a lot of Ghanaian hip life and high life music which are two different genres in ghana okay uh, yeah so yes yeah, man it's, it's so much music that i grew up listening to bro. sure it sounds like it that's rad so when you learn uh or when your buddy teaches you how to rap in in high school you said from there you started doing what rap battles were these like contests and stuff you'd enter around town or yeah, were they just was, like at school kind of at school for real man like you uh-huh. know it's not nothing like really organized it's just like you know you hear the bell and then it's like yo okay what we doing all right freestyle and then we start like just cracking on people and that type of thing so all right and when do you start like writing music when do you start putting these freestyles to to beats um let me think i think when i was let me think i think when i was 14 years old um i um actually recorded what I wrote down and uh, played it for some of my classmates. Um, and man, they were so positive about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, yo, I like this, man. I, li- I like I like the feedback that I'm getting from this, something that I created in my bedroom. Um, so what happened? Um, I, um, I started to put these songs online mm-hmm. and I started to kind of like create a uh so my friends some of my friends turned into like a little fan base you know what i mean and then sure. from there on, they would they would share it with other people and that's how like you know the the little fan base would kind of grow and and just from there just kind of started to grow and grow and grow was there a particular song that that did really well and it kind of changed everything for you um yeah yup definitely there's a song called cool kid okay um, yeah, I, I dropped the song Cool Kid with a video um, that was, um, yeah, I, I would say that kind of like, uh, you know, kickstarted everything for me for real. Mm-hmm. Yep. And with, with that, like the success of that song, I mean, you put a record out the next year after that. And, and like, were you just seeing your fans grow? Or like, were you doing more shows? Like, what was kind of the, like, what happened or what came with the success of Cool Kid? What came with the success of Cool Kid? Um, so last minute when we when we when we did this song for Cool Kid, I um got called by the director and uh, she urged me. She was like, "Yo, I'm at this location right now, and yo, there's this tank that we could rent for rent out for for the um for the video, 
so we can rent this tank for the video. And I know that we're like, you know, we're really on a small budget right now, but, but trust me, she was like, trust me, we need this tank in a video if you really want to make this video stand out. So I told her like, uh, this is the day before the shoot. It's like, all right, let's get it. Let's do it. <laughs> so we ended up, we ended up doing it. And then two years after I got hit up by, a, by an A&R and he was like, yo, big fan of the music man first question is how the heck did you get a tank in your video and i was <laughs> like yeah that's crazy yo um and this this dude ended up being the he ended up being the a and r to the label that i partnered up with right now so yes yeah, oh uh, really yup so, okay so you ended, ended up sticking with worked. that guy yeah yeah wow Yep. The tank worked. <laughs> Where did yeah. the, so the, the tank just came from? It was just there, and you're like, and they're like, okay, we can shoot with it if if we do yeah, this it was, quickly. It was it was at this industrial area, and um, somebody uh, I think she she knew the she knew the you know the people that like you know just owned the the company that like you know just rented um tanks, and uh, yeah, it's something i've never saw in like another video so something's definitely unique you should check it out cool kid yeah Jay, i haven't seen that video yet that's rad i need to check that out that's incredible that you had a tank in in, in the video okay. <laughs> uh with uh happen was, was, was that I was, I was on top of the tank too so it's not just us shooting it as a b-roll i was oh, in, I was actually in, in a tank. moving tank i was in a moving tank that is sick I'm telling that's, you, check it out for sure. Oh man, that's amazing. Was yeah. Happen Dappin like the one of the songs that kind of really took off? Was that the first one that really I mean that's got millions of streams on Spotify? I mean, was that it was like my, Yeah, that was the first song that actually uh passed million streams, two million streams already now. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, that was the that was that was that was sick to me, man. I was like, yo, to me, I always just put out music and you know, um, I never really had a um, had a thought that because um, I would do shows and those mm -hmm. are like you know, the fans that I see or some of them like, you know, um, happen to be fans like that I see at the shows. Some of the people that I see at the shows happen to be fans. But when you actually like put out music and um, it's out into the world, you don't really it's not that tangible. You don't get to see. Um, especially like this is early Spotify days, early. Sound yeah. Cause that was like 2016, right. When that record came out. So it was, it was hard to like, it wasn't tangible enough for me to see that I really had people that listened to my music outside mm -hmm. of like shows. So when I, when I saw happen dapping, like what it did in a week, in two weeks and three weeks, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on? And it got added to playlists and you know, it got added to it. And then um, next thing I know, it's in the viral Dutch charts. Yeah. In the, in the, in the charts. And I'm like, yo, this is beyond me at this point. <laughs> yeah. What was that moment? Like, were you just like, well, this is really working? Like, obviously was I was, I was just, cause I was satisfied with seeing like a 10,000 streams on a song. I wasn't even seeing that type of numbers, uh, you know, on my songs back then. So seeing 10,000 in a week, because all of my songs before that, I think were below the 10,000. Mm -hmm. And then when, it was like, I was just throwing songs and whatever stick sticks, you know what I mean? Sure. And then what happened, that took off. I was like, yo, this, <laughs> this thing is actually like really, really like, you know, getting traction. And, um, it really motivated me to go harder because I felt like if I can make one song that does 
this good, like, yo, I'm gonna go to the studio and like, you know, just, you know, believe in my, my works and, and, you know, just create more. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a handful of records out and like the EPs and, and uh, like, how did that, like once COVID happens, were you doing a lot of shows or supporting the record? Have you done tours or anything like that? Or are you, were you mainly staying in you know, the exactly. Amsterdam, Netherlands area? Yeah, I'll tell you this, man. Um, I remember 2019. That was that was a crazy year for me, man. Like show wise, uh-huh. it was back to back shows, man. Like it was crazy. It even got to a point where I was like burnt out. Or I I kind of predicted me getting burnt out. So I was like, yo, okay, I have to ease down mm-hmm. and um just um, you know, just at least have a record out because I, I didn't have a record um to promote when i was doing the shows so i was still like doing shows off of a project that i dropped i think a year before that and i had already recorded like new songs and i was kind of like burnt out almost getting burnt out so i was Mm -hmm. like yo i'll wait till i get like a new project out before i start doing these shows again plus i didn't want to like continue doing shows where half of the crowd don't even know my songs lyrics and i'm Mm -hmm. like man Am I going to be a monkey in a circus entertaining these people every show? Or am I going to like just work on the craft, put out songs. And next year when I do shows, people actually run run to the stage, you know, with the intent of like, yo, J-Way might perform one of my favorite songs, you know? So, mm-hmm. so you know. yeah. So you were doing a bunch of shows and then you were kind of getting, you thought you were going to get burnt out. And then obviously everything shuts down. So now you, all you have is time. Right. Man. And like, <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, man. Is that when you start writing what became like, no, I'm not OK? Oh, I actually wrote No, I'm Not OK in 2019 during the, the hectic life that I was really. In. OK. Yeah. Yep. So and that song does awesome. I love the acoustic record you put out with all those songs, like Diary and all that acoustic. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that's a really cool take on on the on the on the songs. So, no, I'm not okay. The, the EP was all done in 2019. Yeah, the EP was done in 2019. Um, this is when I parted up with the you know with the team, and um, we only put it out a year later. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, it was so a- that's when you did with Four Against Five and all that all happened. Yep. Okay. And was that all ba- you said that was based off of the tank video originally or no? This is a different conversation. Nah, this is the conversation for real. This, this is like it's, it's really what sparked the interest. <laughs> oh, wow. So then they came back, what, four years later? Obviously, and said, hey. obviously, obviously the talent, too. But like, well, duh, think- but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> was it like uh, like they came, they saw the video what recently enough to go back and say, hey, or was it they saw the video like this is dope? And then kind of watched your career build and yeah, then said, that, hey. That's, that's really how it went because it happened in 2016. I only right. parted up with them in 2019. So it took, they wanted to like actually see the growth and the, the A&R, shout out to Joseph Falazny, man. Uh, he was like, yo, I'm seeing the growth like online, but I actually want to see how this looks at a venue, like at a show. Does he sell tickets? Does he actually like, you know, have good stage uh, appearance and like, you know, does he know how to like put on a show for real? So he actually flew down from Nashville to the Netherlands to come check out my show. And really? Yeah. Yeah. So he came to the Netherlands. He was so excited. He was so excited that he uh, immediately uh, texted the label and he was like, yo, 
y'all crazy if y'all don't y'all get y'all don't get this with this kid. So yeah, that's that's like that's kind of how it happened. And um, I think a week after that show, I flew to Nashville and then I met with the team there. And I actually performed at the office, which was very funny and dope. Oh, really? The office in Nashville? Just, just the, the office for the label? We had a department where every like the whole staff went to. And they had a band they hired for me. And I just performed all of my songs. And I had everybody in their office clothes, man, like, just go out. <laughs> Whoa. Tell me about that. I'm in Nashville now, too. Uh, what I Yeah. when i moved here i thought it was a country town but i didn't and then i moved here and i was like oh wow they've got everything going on here but uh, that's well i was was disappointed in not seeing a lot of cowboy hats man right oh if you would have went on broadway for long enough you would have seen quite a few but uh, yeah i love nashville man so it was fun man like you know just getting to meet these people and then actually like like people like what i saw you know, at a normal J-Way show is what I got to see in an office, which is very weird. <laughs> yeah. Know? Had you so, ever performed with the band before? Or was that the first time ever really performing with a I band normally, as well? I normally perform with a band. So when, uh, okay. when Joe saw that in the Netherlands, he was like, we're probably not going to be able to like fly your whole band down, but we'll hire a band to perform yeah. with you. So we've yeah. got enough insanely talented musicians here in this town that we can put somebody to get put something together for you, right? Yeah. So yeah, shout out, shout out to them for that, man. So that's yeah. rad. That is so rad. So you signed the deal, and and how? What was that moment like? I mean, t- was it cool to tell your dad like, hey, like this is working, like this I was is happening? Like, man, I, I man, I told my mom, I was like, yo, I know you've been waiting to kick me out the house, but like, yo, this this thing is really paying off. Look at this, and man, it just gives her just this feeling of relief. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been uh. My life has been um, ever since I signed, man, has been like, you know, so relaxed as far as like not putting everything that I make like back into the music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like resources wise, they've been they've been really helpful um, and just really like on the side of like pushing the songs for real, because it's one thing to be an artist, man. Like, but then you got to think about like the whole marketing aspect. Oh, yeah. So much going on. Yeah, where I'm like, man, like, let me just be in the studio and, you know, enjoy my fans on social media, like uh-huh. all the antics and all that type of thing. Or like, you know, it's, I, I'd rather leave that to a third party. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I, I totally get that. So, well, uh, the newest one, Shorty, good night. Tell me about that song. I told that Shorty, good night. I love that song, man. Ah, uh, man. Um, Shorty Goodnight. I wrote that song, I think, a month after this girl uh, broke up with me, man. Um, I feel like she broke up with me over the fact that, like, you know, I did I didn't spend enough time with her. And that was mm-hmm. due to me really hard pursuing my dream. Like I was really like very, um, you know, girls need attention. They need all yeah. of the, you know, you know, commitment and all that. And I, I'm all for it. But uh, at the time. I was really selfish when it came to my dreams. So I was like, yo, um, it's either me or the grind. Uh, nah, shorty, good night. All right. I'm gonna just- <laughs> so it was fresh in my, in my mind. And I was like, yo, what haven't I touched on uh, music wise and what is relatable? Um, my producer, like, you know, when he, when, when he was uh, whipping the beat, I was like, man, just coming up with concepts and, that was the like the first line, man. The shorty and I think 
you know, stems from like that feeling of like, man, I'm at this writing camp and, you know, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere with, with your thoughts. And that was like fresh up on my mind, man, just speaking upon like, you know, something that just, you know, just happened. Uh, and um, yeah, that's how it kind of came about, man. You were at a writing camp when you wrote the song? Yeah. Where yeah. was the writing camp at? This was, um, this is in a city that I'll pronounce that you're not going to be able to pronounce in the Netherlands. Um, okay. It's, it was in Haren. Okay. Say that? One more time. I'll be able to do it. Haren. Haren. There you go. So it was in Haren. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Haren. see, I'm, I'm good at that. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, so you were there. Was it something that you knew? Like, is this a camp that happens like yearly? Like, how did you find out about the writing camp? Um, when I'm in project mode, I usually do like a writing camp where I like, you know, just kind of camp out somewhere and like, you know, just strictly music. We wake up music. You know what I mean? Was there a bunch of other artists with you or is it like no. kind of an organized thing or is it just you going out there and doing me, it? Me and my producer. And uh, oh, so it's not like an organized writing camp. Yeah. My producer, my main producer, Damie, shout out to Damie, uh, who produced Nino as well. Um, and he um, and this my video guy, uh, Enzo, that kind of like, you know, took footage of the whole happening um this all three just three of us for a whole week i think we went back into another writing camp a month later so yeah that's kind of how it came about man wow okay so you got that song out of it and what a bunch of new songs that you haven't released quite yet yeah a whole album that's coming out this year oh wow uh, actually like the first single from the album and if you like that song man i can't wait for y'all to like hear the rest of it man because We've been sitting on it for a whole year and it's like, man, I'm just ready to conceive, man. <laughs> oh, so, so the, so the writing camp was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Shorty Goodnight yeah. is something that I've been holding in for a good minute, man. Okay. It's a great record, man. I can't wait and to hear the rest of it. You saw the video? Uh-huh. Video, man. We shot that last month in uh, LA. Oh, um, so that obviously that wasn't done around the same time as the writing camp, yeah, but it was last month that you were able to like, come to LA, do the video. Tell me yes, about that sir. experience. Man, LA is such a vibe, man. So different from Amsterdam, man, the lifestyle. And then like, you know, every part is different. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I just got to meet so many cool people, yo, when I was out there. Um, and one of, uh, one of my friends, Jenna Wright, that I met down there uh, that I knew online. Mm -hmm. uh, she's been, man, she's been so helpful, man. Like gathering people for the shoot um the experience was live man it was dope yeah it was really dope I, and i miss la for real would you do you would you is that something you would uh entice like would you have her move out to the states or do you are you pretty content where you are now oh uh, who knows man who knows you know <laughs> right on you know what I mean? If if I meet somebody that's like, you know, down with that idea, who knows, man? You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. You never know. You never know. I see a mic and uh, some headphones behind you. You Is know, I stay working, man. Yeah. You <laughs> cut, do you cut demos quite a bit from there? Or you, yeah, do you yeah, have you yeah. ever put out anything from that from that booth right or from your little setup? Yeah. Um, so I actually recorded the album with this mic right here. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, I took my mic to the writing camp this is actually like a ebay material right here you know years from now yeah so yeah that'll be in the in the hall of fame yeah i bought it like uh um during uh covid since i wasn't we weren't able to like really 
you know, have access to the studios uh, in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. So um, it was the first time that I actually had like a home setup. So yeah, yup. That's cool. That is cool. And uh, what about, you said you're always working. So I'm sure like over the past year, you've got more and more stuff. Uh, I'm seeing a, a lot of demos, man. So I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what to do with them besides the album. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's just too much new music, man. Too much music. Because even like, because I just came back from LA like a week ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just like, man, even like being down there, it's like, I made like, I think 20 songs while I was in the States. Oh, uh, wow. Man, this is a whole nother project. What do I do with this? You know? So sure. I'm just well, stacking I up uh, songs like Pokemon badges for real at this point. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Very cool. Dude. Well, I appreciate your time. This has been awesome. Uh, one more quick question for you uh, before I let you go. If you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, any advice, man? Yeah, for sure. So you can't make a difference if you're the same, um, you know, look for your niche and embrace your niche. You know, don't run from it. Yup. That's my advice. And um, yup. Assemble a great team. 